0: Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey.
1: Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's Three Dudes with a View. Let's get it all. Eastbound
2: and down, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go, and a short time to get there. I'm
3: Eastbound, just watch a bandit run. Hello, Southern Middle Tennessee. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. You are listening to Three Dudes with a View, Tuesday edition. I'm... Dude number two, Clayton Harris, how you doing, man? Doing well, Dale. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you doing?
2: Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody.
3: All right, and out there somewhere, eh, he, he's somewhere in Wyoming, we're told, so he may come in and out, but I don't think favorite son of Columbia, Ron Hart, is with us right now. Are you Are you with us, Ron? think to no. we just dropped him. Yep, he's yep. Trying. Well, he said he was going to be where coverage was very sparse, and um, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Hey, Ron, happy Tuesday, man. Where are you?
0: uh, Land uh, Ozark Lakes there in
3: (laughs) whereabouts? You heard Ozark
0: Lakes? Yeah, Ron, you're yeah, like like the Ozarks.
3: Okay. All right. You're breaking Can up quite we a bit. We
0: try to dial it in his regular white. Okay. This is how I
3: All right, you're breaking up a good bit, Ron. But and we've got a, a very special guest with us uh, here today. Uh, Bill White, who is candidate for Tennessee State House in the seventy first district. Bill White, good morning,
1: man. Good morning, Delks. Great uh, to be here.
3: Glad to have you. The 71st District, uh, folks, is Western Murray County, outside of the City of Columbia, uh, Santa Fe, Hampshire, Mount Pleasant. Then it takes in Northeast uh, Lawrence County, Summertown, and then takes in all of Wayne County and a portion, a slither of Hardin County. Correct. There you go. And, and so it is an open seat. Bill is running for the Republican nomination for... Tennessee State House. He's opposed by Kip Capley of Summertown, Jason Rich, I believe, and um, Mitchell Skelton, both of Wayne County, I believe. Correct. There you go. And uh, so it's 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 an open seat, and the Republican being a very uh, Republican district, well, it's likely that whoever internet, wins the Republican nomination will be the. Um, Next U.S. I mean next Tennessee seat, state house representative for the seventy-first district. Bill White grew up in Mount Pleasant, Tennessee. Went to school, uh, has worked as a banker in this community for forty years. Uh, he's now a the mayor of Mount Pleasant, and uh, he's running for t- Tennessee State House. Bill, what what made you get up one morning and say I want to I want to be in Tennessee State House?
1: Well, Doug, you know, after working with the bank as long as I did, I've got a lot of friends in Lawrence County as well as Murray and then Wayne and Harden, um, just through the banking industry. And I just tried to help. I think if you look at what we've been able to accomplish in Mount Pleasant with the economic development and the job growth, uh, as well as now as you're beginning to see the, uh, housing growth, um, I just thought I, you know, I could, I think I can help. And a lot of people go. Well, you've got to say more than that. Well, I'm just there to try to help Delk, and that's that's what it's all about. There you go. Um,
3: as you're out and about, uh, and have been all summer, out there meeting and greeting folks, attending all these campaign events. What do you what What are you hearing? Is the 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 top concern or concerns
1: of the? the folks in in your district well it, it varies quite frankly from from area to area if you look at murray county right now it's uh the big concern is uh growth uh and trying to control that growth uh and that's one of the things we've tried to do in mount pleasant is is have controlled growth not uncontrolled growth and uh i think we're doing a pretty good job of that right now we're trying to make sure that we have in all of the infrastructure in first we've got a very large sewer project going on we're looking for a secondary source of water although we've got plenty we're just trying to get ahead of it but then you you go into lawrence county and its jobs in a big way we know that about 2400 cars come out of lawrence county and lawrenceburg every morning headed north to find a job and uh if we could go there and do much of what we've been able to accomplish in mount pleasant by knowing the right People to call, understanding the grants as much as anything, and being able to help accomplish that, it would help. And in Wayne County, certainly, uh, jobs are a big part of it. And then you get over into Hardin, and uh, it's very uniquely different because of the river there and what you have just going on in Hardin County as a whole. And if you look at logistically now with what you have in Harden, Wayne, and Lawrence with Highway 64 – now that it's four-laned all the way through there in a very straight corridor, now to I sixty-five, right. it presents itself very well for industry in that area now, and that's just what I think I can help do because of what we've been able to accomplish in uh, Mount Pleasant. There you
3: go. Okay, that's uh, that's an interest. That's an interesting. I've, I haven't heard that take about how the the interests of that district might vary as you uh,
1: as as you. Go to the different parts of it. Yeah. The big, the big item in Murray County is impact fees. Yeah, uh, if you bring that up in Lawrence and Wayne, <laughs> it's they're totally against it for the most part, right? Uh, and, but I understand why Murray would would want that because, what uh, are there some fourteen, fifteen thousand homes already approved? And no, and
3: and Murray County, you know, ten or fifteen years ago had the same attitude. It's and and I wish I could tell my folks down there in, in Wayne and. Harden, and maybe I'll try and Lawrence and I look. You know, you may not want this now, but if you don't get it now, you're not gonna have it when you need it. Yeah. And Murray's learned that lesson in a big way.
1: And yeah, the hard way. And and uh so you know, it's it's a uniquely different district. And that's what's interesting yeah, it about it. it. And it really is. It's uh I think you've got to keep your your ears open and your feet on the ground to understand what each community needs and and be in touch with the constituents. They're, they're the ones that are paying the taxes. There, there you, you they're go. the ones you've got to, who you really need to be listening to.
3: There you go. That's I'd say that's pretty good. Um, I, I, I've got something I'm curious about, though, Bill. In Mount Pleasant, are you getting any, Bill, back better funds?
1: We are. Uh, we uh, matter of fact, through the county, um, if you 'll look at how the, that money 's coming and being funneled through the counties, well, the counties have some thirty to thirty five percent matching funds to that where if they'll funnel it through a community, you can get it down to 10% and even sometimes 5%. So uh, that's one of the things we're paying very close attention to. We got about 750000 initially, and uh, now we're working with the county budget committee and trying to get, uh, it's going to be about another 900000 through them. And if they'll funnel that and use it through Mount Pleasant, that'll help take the county's matching funds down to the 10% as well. Okay. What are you
2: using that, that, those funds for, Bill?
1: Uh, Mr. York, they have to be used for infrastructure, and that's what we're going to do. That's where we're going to use it for the secondary source of water. Okay. Uh, and uh, that's that's something that we feel very strongly about that we need because we do have the funds in place in the, and a $9 million grant for the uh, non-matching, may I add, uh, for the sewer project. So that's what we'd be using it for, Mr. York.
2: All right, Del, you're going to have to lick the calf now, because I told you that yesterday. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but dollars. i
3: just go ahead and cook the crow up. And I'll leave it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, there you we go. You said you
2: didn't know nothing about where any any Build Back Better fund was. Well, I, gave I, you some, I gave you some figures and told you what project. I, water well,
3: across the state. Well, I just handed my defeat to you on the silver platter, Mr. York. So <laughs> <laughs> the, uh... <laughs> don't, don't say I'm not fair. The uh, um, Ron Hart, are you there?
2: I see his picture up there. I, I
3: can see him, but we can't. We can't talk to him. I don't. I don't think he can hear us. No? Yeah. Hey, hey,
2: Bill. You you you've outlined the county uh, difference in counties. Give me the type of jobs that you try to create in Lawrenceburg, Wayne, and Hardin County.
1: Well, Mr. York, one of the things that we've been very, very cautious about and very diligent in as we move forward in Mount Pleasant, we've tried not to get zeroed in on one particular industry because we've all watched what could happen in each one of these communities is if you got very dependent upon one community on one particular industry, uh, Mount Pleasant phosphate. yeah, you go to Lawrence County, it was Murray. Yeah. Uh, So, what we would do is much what we've done in Mount Pleasant, we've gotten a lot of industry. We've got a tile industry there. We've got aluminum smelting. We have, yes, we have some auto, uh, but we have tried to be very diverse in our. work and getting those industries in and that would be the same thing that we would do in those that i would recommend that we would do in those counties so that if if one of those industries does have a downturn which will happen somewhere in the cycle it's going to happen uh it doesn't just devastate communities like we've seen before
2: yeah Yeah, i I remember when when lewisburg and the manufacturing kicked down i was doing some placement for the uh, workforce development center and you could see Two generations of people just out on the street, you know, without, without any jobs. And and that's devastating to families. I mean, the mother, father, son, and daughter-in-law were all working for the same uh, industry.
1: That's exactly what we saw in Mount Pleasant. I mean, it, it was very generational. You're right, Mr. York. I mean, the grandmothers, the grandfathers, it went down. And, and as you came through school, you just said, well, mom and dad have done well doing this. This is what I'll do. And then all of a sudden, that job's not there. Uh, so, but beca-
3: you're talking about the phosphate industry,
1: yeah, and it could be any industry. Like right. I said, Lawrence County was Murray, right? Yeah. Um, and if you um, look Law at that lawnmower
3: and bicycle manufacturer, yeah. Yeah,
1: correct. So, what we've done is, and one of the things we've worked at with the school very closely is that we're trying to get those children so that they're coming out of there with other options, other than because not every child's made to go to college, it's just a fact, okay? So, let's get them some, some trades and let's get them out of there and give them real opportunities to make a difference in their lives as well as the communities they live in.
3: There you
1: go.
0: Clay, you got anything i don't at the moment i think we're about to take a break i know we got a lot of stuff to talk about on the other side uh but i guess before we go to the break uh, mr white um what you know you, you've you've been involved uh, as count as the city mayor in mount pleasant uh what what made you want to take the leap to the next level and go up to the state
1: like I said, I, I've, I've known a lot of people in Lawrence County a number of years as well as Wayne, uh, having our families got a home down there. And, uh, again, what can we help those folks do with industry? And uh, what can we help them do as far as understanding grants as much as anything? Because that's a huge part of the way you've got to develop these communities, particularly where we would find ourselves with these four counties. Grants are phenomenally important. I can't stress it enough and then understanding how you have to manage those grants thereafter with the matching funds, going and then getting bonds, and what you have to do to be able to do that. And right now is the perfect time with rates where they are.
0: And and your experience in the banking community, obviously, is, is a big plus.
1: Yes, sir.
3: Yes. Here we go, folks. Bill White, candidate for State House 71st District of Tennessee, which is Western Murray County, Northeast Lawrence Wayne and a portion of Hardin County. Let's take a break and come back.
2: Hi, I'm Sheila Butt, former business owner and state representative running for mayor because we need strong leadership. We don't want CRT, higher taxes, unchecked growth, and unconstitutional mandates. We want safe communities and great schools. I appreciate the endorsement of the Murray County Republican Party, but I know that the most important endorsement is your vote of trust. Together, we will control growth and preserve the things that we love about Murray County.
1: Played forward by the committee-elect, Sheila Butt, Jacob Love, Treasurer.
2: Eastbound down, put it up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go, and a short time to get there. I'm east bound up, watch a Bandit run.
3: Okay, welcome back to Three Dudes with a View. I am Dude Number Three, Del Kennedy. Dude Number Two, Clayton Harris. How's it going, man?
0: Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody.
3: Dude Number One, Mister Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. And normally we have Ron, favorite son of Murray County, um, Ron Hart, with us on Tuesday. He's out, I think, in the Ozarks somewhere, and correct? He, he just can't get reception, so he's going to try to get in with us tomorrow, or the next day, when he's in a better spot to get. Reception. We've got a very special guest, uh, Bill White. Uh, how you doing, Bill?
1: Doing great. Great uh, to be here,
3: folks. Bill let me White. Bill. Yes, let, let Bill. Go let, ahead. Let me, let me introduce you, Mr. York. And this is all okay. yours. Uh, Bill White is the mayor of Mount Pleasant. He's born and raised right here in Murray County. Uh, been in the banking business for forty years here and around uh, Murray County. He is now the mayor of Mount Pleasant, uh, and now he's running for seventy-first district. House a Republican nomination. Uh, it's an open seat. He's running against, uh, let's see, Kip Kapley, Jason Rich, and Mitchell Shelton. Kip Capley's from Summertown. Rich and Skelton are from Wayne County. It's an open seat and heavily Republican, so uh, whoever wins the Republican primary this coming August 4th will more than likely be uh, Almost certainly be elected to the state house in November in the general. Fire away, Mr. York.
2: Yeah, Bill. Recently, CNBC came out with a poll that said uh, Tennessee is the sixth best state in the union to do business, but the ninth worst state in order to live in. What do you think's driving those numbers? Uh, I know business is probably less taxes and the right-to-work law. But what's driving that ninth worst state to live in across the nation?
1: You know, Mr. Yorkie, with what's going on in Nashville, this whole area, we're experiencing growth, and it is. It's great to see. But I think probably from what I'm hearing with uh, being on the ground and and talking to constituents it's the lack of infrastructure in a lot of these areas uh particularly in what we're hearing a lot particularly in the more rural areas is broadband uh because a number of the people that are coming here are seem to be wanting to get in more rural areas because they've come from a very urban place where there was a lot of traffic and a lot of that and then, then they get to those areas they don't have some of the comforts that they've always experienced that being wi-fi or whatever it may be and so that's a big portion of it then i think again is just the overall infrastructure i think the the they've done well we talked a little bit earlier about 64 highway and what that has done for that corridor there and and certainly 43 through here and then down to the south but uh from what i'm hearing that's a lot of it the availability of property uh, although there's a lot of it online, but it's not here yet. So the availability is is an issue right now. Now, I think that over time is going to help solve itself. Uh, but I think you're absolutely right on the positives is the the lack of a state income tax and uh, just the jobs that are available.
3: But Bill, what who was that? The New York Times did that, Mr. York, or somebody like no, that? No, CNBC. Okay, same, Bill. Yeah. Uh, you know, these are people on the outside looking in. I, I challenge the notion at all that that this is a, a good place. It's an excellent place to live.
1: It is. But, again, you got to understand, Delk. a lot of those folks are coming from a very urban area where they have a lot of amenities that they're accustomed to being able to drive two blocks down the street and getting pretty much what they want. I mean, I hadn't run into anything. Another
2: thing is transportation, Bill. Yes, you sir. Know, the rural areas, like you say, the people are commuting to work. Uh, 60 70 80 miles uh, one way and that uh, when they come when they move in this area there's no available uh, transportation for them
1: yeah public transportation we're very fortunate here where we live with the Milltown Trolley if you'll see uh, the uh, number two stop on the Milltown Trolley is Mount Pleasant there you go uh, the number one and, and I found this and it, it was reassuring to me the number one stop is Columbia State and now that's fantastic that People are, to Mr. York's point, people are using that public transportation to get to school. Yeah. And I think that's fantastic. I mean, yeah, when, when they developed Milltown Trolley, would anybody have ever thought that their number one stop would have been Columbia State? I, I didn't know that. It would have. I mean, I would have never thought about that. Um, so, I, Mr. York, I think you're right, because if you look further south, uh, there's not that type of public transportation available.
3: Yeah, I still think
1: it's a great place to live, though. Oh, I, I wouldn't swap it for anywhere.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, CNBC, I mean, I know how those folks think, and they, they're they not ever going to be happier, and they just need
6: to stay away, you know. <laughs> <laughs> stay in New York, huh? Yeah. Uh, well, it's not my- Am I on? If it's not uh, oh hey Mike yeah if it's not twelve stories high and uh, packed with uh, you know hundred people per building they're probably not too happy oh yeah. yeah. they don't have a doorman
3: and because you know. that's where
6: the, that's where the, the public transportation kind of becomes more effective absolutely uh, is when you've got all these this, this high concentration of people and low. Uh, low availability of parking areas and roads and stuff like that. We're so scattered out here. CNBC that, that, likes uh, living
3: in New York, and I like living work. in Columbia, Tennessee.
6: You yeah. know, and
3: uh, I'm but not going to New York, it, and they can just stay away from here.
2: When you think about it, though, that does make sense. I mean, that is a valid criticism because we, our, our population is aging. A lot of people aren't able to drive anymore, so public transportation would, Help them uh, have a better quality of life.
3: Well, I've, i I mean, I do agree. If we're going to talk about New York versus Columbia, no contest, as far as I'm concerned. But if you want to talk about uh, public transportation, then uh, yes, I, th- I think that's something we need to talk about. Well, Bill why you're the candidate. Now you've already mentioned how much you like the trolley. Um, what, what else might a, a state house rep work on in terms of public?
1: Uh, transportation in, in this district Do you have any ideas? Or are you getting any feedback From people? Not a lot of feedback yet okay Again, that's where I say you've got To listen to the voters yeah. and the people That are paying the taxes because at the end of the Day, it's their money. It's right. not mine right right and and i try to be very conservative in being a banker for all these years with with how i deal with with money and particularly other people's and and in our industry you take an oath that you just it's their money it's not yours right and so i try to make sure that i listen to what the people are asking for and then do the best with the amount of money that's there to do because uh, certainly most people don't run their households with money that they don't have Right. So I think that that's a huge responsibility in a role like this that you manage. It's their money. There you go.
2: What about rail service from the south, Bill? I know Mount, uh, Murfreesboro's working on it. Lebanon's had some kind of the star line running. What about a, a nice high-speed rail from, say, Lawrenceburg, Coming up north.
3: A low speed would be good. Yeah, low speed. Low speed would be better than what we got now.
1: You know, right now, and and a lot of people are unaware of this, but uh, we have a rail line that runs from Columbia all the way to Florence, Alabama. It doesn't cross the river, though, does it? It does not cross the river, but it gets to the river. Yeah. And if you look at that, Mr. York, it goes right through Lawrence County. Uh, There is a very, very large uh, shop in the Zion community. That most people don't even know there—that's an offload for Louisiana Pacific. And now, what, what are you talking about now? It's a—it's a yard where Louisiana Pacific, being a big lumber supplier, and it comes on the sh- on the boats into Florence, and it's offloaded there and put on rail and, and is stopped in Mount Pleasant.
3: Well, I, yes. I was aware of of the big uh, yard there at Mount Pleasant for LP. I was not aware it was coming in by boat at Florence.
1: Yes, sir. A lot of that, and that's where it comes from, and that mr york that rail is there um it would be a perfect opportunity to set up some type of public transportation because you could catch lawrenceburg leoma loretta all the way up and um and i think that that was is something that's very viable again that's tennessee southern that's that's managing that now or i think it's actually eagle rail now it's called um and there's a very, uh, very nice yard in Mount Pleasant. Yeah, a yeah very but the nice problem yard.
2: is going north, though, Bill, and you yeah, have p- to develop that going north through, uh, you know.
1: Up through Brent Williamson Wood, County. Franklin,
2: and- Williamson County. Yes, sir. That could be done if they try to use the middle of the interstate. There's plenty of land in the middle of that interstate.
1: Yeah, if you if you go to a lot of urban areas, Mr. York, you'll see that. Particularly uh, over my career, been in Chicago, the L yeah. And if any of you've ever been on the L, it's pretty interesting to get on it. <laughs>
2: Portland, Oregon also. You know, I used to go to Seattle, catch from the airport, downtown Seattle and uh or uh, Portland and, and never get off the train and, and two blocks from my hotel.
3: Yeah. Yeah. We've been talking about this for years and I committed to Nashville for twenty five years and certainly in the last uh you know, just just, just as Lawrence County has a huge number of people going north every day murray county has even more more going north every day for employment and uh i was one of them and uh there were thousands of us and in the last five years mean for for 20 years it, it it was not not bad at all you got on the interstate sometime you would have a little backup but you'd cruise right on into nashville but in the last five years It became a white knuckle drive. Sometimes taking two and three hours, and um, it it it, and so the the notion of having some public transport uh, sure rings a bell with me. But it it kept being talked about and kept being talked about, and and nothing ever happened. And I get that. You know, Bill just gave a little talk about you know how you got to see how much money you got, and then you got to see what people want, and you know that process is ongoing and uh uh all they ever did was uh you know keep widening the interstate. Well all that did was just put traffic in a snarl for three to five years, made it infinitely worse. And then the minute that the new interstate opens, it's just as crowded as the old one was. It yeah. Doesn't do a damn bit of good.
1: No, it's it's uh and You come, and you talk about trying to, although Columbia's not in the 71st, it's in the 64th, but if you try to get into Columbia late afternoon now. Oh, yeah, Columbia's getting landlocked. It's, uh, it's, it's... It's not pleasant. Columbia's getting landlocked. Going
2: north, you know, I used to have to catch flights out of here and I'd have to leave at five thirty in the morning because there's a big jam on that interstate around eight forty. It would be backed all the way up to the entrance of three ninety
3: six. Yeah, man. Columbia's getting landlocked and 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 once again the city of Columbia and the city of Mount not Mount Pleasant. No, I'm not gonna say that. That was a mistake from the slip, folks. (laughs) The city of Columbia and the city of Spring Hill. Uh Are screwing us on this growth thing because they are the ones who have complete control of the uh, development on the Nashville Highway and Bear Creek and they are not controlling development on those two corridors they're just letting them pile in there willy-nilly and so you know more red lights I think two more red lights have gone up on Nashville Highway uh, this year people are just avoiding that corridor now one more red light has just been approved for bear creek and look for dozens more in the next three to five years and um and the the folks who could have done something about protecting those corridors of the city the cities uh and they didn't and they don't care and uh uh so then it gets left to the state. So, they, you know, they, the city shoved the school system problems off on the county and the road problems off on the state. Of course, this Mayor White's running for the state, and so it'll be up to him to try to find some state solution. Uh, but, but
2: those uh, roads are state roads,
3: Joe. I know they're state roads, but they're, they're unlimited access roads, basically. And it's too late now to convert them to limited access i would guess and uh so that the only the only solution is a limited access road like the saturn parkway going out going out to the interstate from columbia and that that will be of a bill for for your district i mean for not just for western murray county but for northeastern lawrence wayne I mean, uh, you know, having having good access from here to uh, uh, to the interstate from
1: Columbia, the interstate are paramount importance. Coming south from the south, going north on Highway 43, we've got a great corridor.
3: Yeah, until yeah,
1: you get to 31, it's a limited access road. And then all of a sudden, you get into the into the real traffic. But uh, we've been very fortunate with 43 going south in that now it's four lane. Uh, very very few if any traffic lights between columbia and Lawrenceburg, so it's you a didn't nice.
3: just get to new one at Summertown,
1: well, yeah but that it was needed because of highway 20 right there and the number of people coming in so it's yep, a safety a, issue I,
3: yeah i mean that that road in murray county is limited access and protected uh, you get on in down into lawrence county though um somebody better be looking at the future yeah <laughs>
2: Well, people need to get out and vote, Delk. I checked the voting administration yesterday. Only about 1,200-plus people have voted since early voting started on Friday, so they don't seem to be that interested. Yeah. Or,
0: or they're undecided on some races. That's what I keep hearing.
3: Yeah, we keep hearing about undecideds, Ms. Yorks, maybe a combination of both. All right, folks.
2: Got until take- July 30th, early voting.
3: Yep. All right. Let's take a break and come back, and we'll talk with Bill White more about... Um, why he wants to be in the Tennessee State House.
6: This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia.
3: I'm Charlie Norman, candidate for the Murray County Mayor. As your mayor from 2014 to 2018, I am now even more eager to address the needs of our fast-growing county. As exciting as it is to see our county grow, we must move forward in a planned and thoughtful process. We must always be good stewards of your tax dollars while at the same time moving ahead with planned growth. That's hands-on Murray County experience. I'm Charlie Norman, and I'm asking for your vote for Murray County Mayor. Paid for by the committee to
6: elect Charlie Norman, Lyndall B. Fox, Treasurer.
5: Let's talk custom design jewelry. Did you know Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia creates custom design jewelry and has been for over 30 years? From one-of-a-kind engagement rings to wedding bands and so much more. We want each piece to be as unique as you are and create a family heirloom for tomorrow. Call today and make an appointment with one of our designers. And just for calling, you will receive a free 30-minute consultation. Tillis Jewelry, creating custom jewelry proudly in Tennessee. Hello everyone, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Are you aware that gold is at historical highs? That's right, and now's an opportune time to sell that unwanted jewelry made of gold, silver, or platinum, or whatever you may have made of a precious metal, such as coins or ingots. Tillis Jewelry will be holding a cash-in or trade-up event July 28th, 29th, and the 30th at both locations, Columbia and Lewisburg. We will be making top dollar offers paid in cash on the spot. Also, as an added bonus, we will be awarding you 20% store credit on trade-ins. For example, if you trade in $500 worth of gold, you will receive an additional $100 of in-store credit. That is an amazing deal. Also, we'll be buying diamonds from a quarter carat and larger, any shape, round, oval, marquee, and princess. Bring them in for an offer. You might just be surprised. So mark your calendar for this July 28th through the 30th to sell that gold, silver, or diamonds. Highs offer paid, I guarantee Appointments are encouraged. Tillis Jewelry in Lewisburg and Columbia, Tennessee
4: of the Free is back with more free giveaways than ever. This month, get a free programmable thermostat with select new HVAC systems, get a free home search protector with a whole home generator, or enjoy a free water sensor leak detector with any tankless water heater. Better yet, we'll include interest-free financing and a free Happy Hiller Club membership with these purchases. Celebrate the Home of the Free with us at happyhiller.com. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Yeah.
1: Hi again, this is Jason Gillum, and I'm still out here campaigning hard to earn your vote. After talking to so many friends and neighbors throughout our district, I know we can do better. Who are we? We are the people of Murray County. How do we do better? Send me to the Capitol to be your conservative voice. I will work hard for you every day to improve our standard of living. Vote for me, Jason Gillum, Republican candidate, 64th District State Representative. Paid for by Jason Gillum, Don Gillum Treasurer.
2: He's bound to die, loaded it up and truck it. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound to band Bandit Run.
3: Okay, hello, Southern Middle Tennessee. You are listening to Three Dudes with a View. I'm Dude Number Three, Del Kennedy. Dude Number Two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude Number One, Mr. Jim York. How are you?
2: Good morning, Del. How's everybody? Man, we got unrest up in Kentucky now between M- McConnell and Rand Paul.
3: Go, Rand. What? What? I thought they got along well. What? What's that? Man? The- they
2: fighting over a judicial appointment, and <clears throat> Rand Paul says that. McConnell kept it a secret, but had a secret deal with Biden.
0: McConnell is. He unloaded
2: on McConnell.
0: McConnell's the definition of swamp. So, (laughs) you know, I'm all for Rand Paul in this situation. McConnell, I I don't. I'm not. He is is the
3: definition of swamp.
2: So we got two states in turmoil Tennessee and now Kentucky. So it's it's catching. That disease is catching.
3: Usually Paul and uh, McConnell have, have gone out of their way to. Be collegial out of this, so I don't, I don't yeah. know what's going on there. Uh, what, what's the turmoil in Tennessee, Miss York?
2: Well, you know the, the, the Ortegas and Ro- Star, Robbie Starbucks, well, all that. True, that's the turmoil.
3: Up. Yeah, and again, folks, like remember the probably the most important. That's Miss York's bringing this up. You know, the reason nobody's ever paid any attention to who was on the Republican State Executive Committee, uh, nobody's cared. They are the ones who have brought all this turmoil to the Republican Party. And, uh, you know, just telling you you can't vote for somebody, that you don't have sense enough to decide who's a Republican and who's not, uh, and disenfranchising people. and have to
2: expand the field, too, Bill, while you mention it.
3: Yeah, and so... Just remember that your current – these people are on the ballot. Your current state executive Republican committee member who voted for all this churching of uh, candidates uh, is Angie McClanahan. She is bad, bad, bad. Uh, Julie Kwan. Julie Kwan is chair of the Republican Party from – uh marshall, marshall county and she is running to unseat angie mcclanahan and she promises that there'll be no such stuff voted for by her uh as taking people off the ballot who are uh obviously uh true republicans so vote for julie Quan, vote against angie mcclanahan folks
2: and then mcconnell shot uh
3: Lindsey Graham in the foot because the Michelle Childs, who was from South Carolina,
2: was being appointed a nominated for D.C. District Circuit Court position, and the McConnell voted against her.
3: I don't know what's going on there, Mr. York. There's just no telling. Alright, folks. Bill uh, White is uh, with us. He is from Mount Pleasant, Tennessee, the mayor of Mount Pleasant, and he is running for the 71st District House seat in Tennessee, Republican nomination. Welcome back, Bill White.
1: Thank you. It's great to be here.
3: All right, a couple of housekeeping things. Coach Mike Lyle, what's something going on in your church again?
6: Yeah, well, there's uh, not just uh, my congregation. Actually, uh, this is an effort headed up by the Churches of Christ uh, here in Murray County. Uh, Carmack Church is uh, heading this up. It's the ninth annual back-to-school backpack. uh, I think it's a backpack giveaway yeah backpack giveaway it's a drive-through it's going to happen this saturday uh the lines will open up at 8 a.m but it's going to happen at five different locations uh has central high school fairview park mount pleasant middle school hickman county high school and hampshire unit school all have backpacks for you to get uh if you need that help uh get ready for school this year uh that'll be this saturday july 23rd the lines open up at 8 a.m uh there's five different locations this is a ninth annual effort by the by the area churches of christ and it's kind of like i said being headed up by uh the the carmack church the carmack congregation here uh so if you if you need that um you know uh, be looking for that and be headed to any one of those five locations again let me central high school fairview park mount pleasant middle hitman county high school and hampshire unit school uh July twenty third, starting at eight AM. All right. Now, what what
3: do the kids get here?
6: It's a backpack full of school supplies: nice. uh, okay. paper, pencils, rulers. Backpack uh, safety included. Series. Yeah, backpack is included. Yeah. All right. And uh, you know, just whatever you know, what you would need as a personal as personal items for your school, uh, for you know, notebooks, uh, just different different things there. Oh, that's awesome! And if people want to help out, what well, do they do? Uh, it's volunteers can sign up through the Carmack at, at CarmackChurch.org. Or you can contact us at uh, the Southgate Church of Christ and uh, on, on our website there at uh, yeah dot com and uh, and then um, you know you can go through there. We we've, we've got a pretty good set of volunteers now to work. What we want to do is get the word out to the communities that these uh, backpacks are going to be available. We have approximately we're, we're estimating about twenty five hundred backpacks ready wow. to go. Wow, so. There you go. We're looking for looking to give it out.
3: Good things happening for um, the children of Murray County, Clayton. You said
2: about to begin again. That's right. it's here.
3: Oh Oh. Lord, Uh, Clayton. You you said we we were talking mostly with Bill White today, but you said uh, we've got to mention what happened with the county commission last night. What did happen? Well, the uh, county mayor's veto was.
0: was over uh, was overruled by a vote of seventeen to two. Uh, so uh, obviously uh, the county commission, uh, the majority, did not agree with uh, Mayor Ogles, who was not in attendance last night at last night's uh, meeting. Again, uh, again. So uh, he was at a meet and greet at a pub somewhere for a campaign event, but uh
2: Stop building fence posts. Yeah. Oh uh,
3: yeah. Lord, Slytherin. Oh, little wall. <laughs> lord slytherin andy ogles of murray, lord, it
2: murray. A wall.
0: <laughs> i mean think about that though 17 to 2 uh I, i'm not a polling expert by any means and i'm not saying that that's a poll uh, but if I'm the county mayor running for a congressional seat, and my com- county commission that represents the entire county uh, overrules my my political grandstanding veto uh, seventeen to two, I would be a little concerned. And, uh, I'm and just going to throw that,
3: that out
2: that there. Means I'd be you're a little not concerned. Yeah, decision correct. making is not favored.
3: And let folks to be clear, this is the tax increase that we have got, uh, and anybody can find it a, a, a video. Of Mayor Ogles supporting this tax increase, calling for, it, yeah. calling for it, calling for it in front of the Murray County Commission. I mean, saying pass it now is what he's saying. How low can you go? I, yeah. I mean.
2: Limbo at the county mayor's seat.
3: I mean, I just, 17 to 2. That's a blowout. I, I mean, that's, this is a fellow who's just shot his, you know, started by shooting his right foot, shot his left foot, shot his left, <laughs> his left knee, shot his right knee. And then there was some cartoon yesterday about shooting himself somewhere else when they're claiming their uh, are <laughs> a little higher up.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's just, uh, it's it's unbelievable. And uh, we got to get.
2: If he's that bad at the county mayor location, what would he do at the congressional location?
3: But, it would not be good.
2: Would be definitely over his head. It
0: it wouldn't be good. No, it it would not. It it absolutely would not.
3: uh All right, folks. Let's talk something about something that would be good though. Bill White is uh, state house rep for. Uh, he he wouldn't represent me. I'm Eastern Murray County, but he certainly represents my son and daughter in law. That's right. Yeah, and uh, uh they live out in the Hampshire area, and. Um, so, Bill White, let's uh, Clayton fire in there. What, what, uh, well, I,
0: I wanted to after our last conversation, uh, I really wanted to ask Mr. White if he ever considered running for the congressional fifth. <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, I, I mean, I, Mr. White, I know this has got to be, um, uh, an exciting time of the year. Kind of talk about what you know, what what your strategy on the campaign trail has been. I mean, you see all the fish fries and everything else, but what's that been like going out to all these different communities across Southern Middle Tennessee, from from Murray County to Hardin County?
1: I'm sure it's been fun. It has. It, it has been a lot of fun in that I've met a lot of people that I didn't know. Uh, And that has always uh, been one of the things I've loved to do is get to know new people uh, because everybody's uniquely different. Uh, Some of the things that I've run into that are really neat is how people have, because of what we were talking about earlier, generationally, the jobs weren't there. So what they've decided to do to make a living and be a very – substantial part of what's going on in their communities and it's interesting to learn what some of these people are doing to do that Uh, because certainly today uh, there's more opportunities to work at home than there ever were Uh, and there's more unique things that people like to do today that we never thought of dealt when you and i were growing up i mean it was traditional and that's what you had yeah yeah but today it's not so traditional no and uh that's what's very unique in that uh we're raising a new generation that think outside the box a little bit, and that's not a bad thing no it's as a matter of fact it's a great thing to see what these younger people and and not just all younger people but even the people that had to support their families and what they learned how to do in order to be able to do that so that's what's been really interesting and and listening probably more than anything uh that's one of the things that I think is probably the most important is that you listen and talk less and listen more. Uh, As I've told a lot of people, being in the banking industry as long as I was, when I first got elected, I thought, well, I've got the financial side. This will be it. I didn't know what I didn't know, and it was scary. Uh, And just how you manage a government, uh, budgets – uh, which, what, this is what you've learned as mayor of Mount Plaza. That's right. And um, that's what's been interesting, too. And then to go into the other communities, particularly Wayne, uh, with their budget issues that they have because of the fact that they just don't have a lot of industry down there. Um, we were talking earlier just what a penny means here in Murray County to each one of the communities. A penny in property tax. Uh, that's right. A penny in property tax. Um, and if you look particularly in Wayne County, what a penny does there, and it's, it's not – Not a lot of help. Uh, And so it's just listening and and just understanding what their issues are. Bill, I
2: cringe sometimes when I hear politicians talk about uh, I'm a business person, I'm going to run government like a business. There's a, as you just distinctively said, there's a difference between running a business for profit and then dealing with budgets and government that's supposed to help people in your area.
1: Yes, sir, and that's, as I said, Mr. York, it's not my money. And you have to remember that when you get anywhere, whether it be a mayor or a commissioner in a community or a state representative in Nashville, it's not my money.
3: Yeah, Bill, you sort of seem to have made that your campaign theme, and I like that. It's not my money. It's the taxpayer's money. That's right. That's a damn good slogan right there. Yes, it is. Uh, Yeah, we are, gosh, we are already sort of wrapping up. One of the things I find interesting, people let me tell this real quick. People wonder why are these districts have all these crazy shapes, you know? Yeah. Well, it's because of Baker versus Carr, one man, one vote. All of the districts have got to be have roughly the same number of people in them, and then you get into, you know, all sorts of politics goes into how they're shaped, including what the political makeup is, what regions go together naturally. I mean. The, don't try to get in the mind of the legislature how they carve this stuff up. It doesn't make any sense. Don't try to make it make sense. But I'm really finding fascinating. What you've found is you've gone from Harden to Wayne to Lawrence to Murray. Uh, you know, it's, it's right here in our own backyard, but uh, they're more different than maybe we realized.
1: They're much more different. Each one of them is very uniquely different.
3: All right, Bill White, what makes you want to be a— uh, Rep in Tennessee State House.
1: Well, as I was on here last week and said before, Delk, it's uh, just what can I help those communities do from what we've seen that we've done in Mount Pleasant. It was interesting after the debate this last week was that a number of people came up and, and commented on that that they appreciated the fact that we've tried to make sure that we've developed industry so we don't lose it all at once and that we're giving it back and we're creating jobs. And that's what I'd like to be able to do in the other communities. There you go. All and right,
2: Bill, I think people by and large are getting a little tired of performative Republicans or any Democrats too. They want people who can govern.
1: Yes, sir.
3: Alright, folks. See you tomorrow. Tomorrow the next day, we'll have Ron Hart, I promise. And uh, we're going to have a lot more to say about uh, the 17-2 the se- the to two vote. Yeah. And yeah. and the the Ogles campaign and what's going on there. There's a lot of news there, and uh, uh, we've tried to ignore it, but we just can't. 17, <laughs> to
6: remind everybody about the backpack effort. Uh, yeah. I do want to there correct go, the site, southgatechurchofchrist.org. I said .com a while ago, and that'll send you somewhere else, so... Uh, but remember, this Saturday, eight AM, those five different locations. Yeah. All right, backpacks for kids, folks. Thanks for having me, Dale. Del Phil White, always good to have you. Come back.
2: Have a great day, everybody.